I was resistant to the idea that you should push yourself really hard and that if you can if you can overcome a fitness obstacle that means that you can like overcome other hard things that you're faced with in life and I just felt uncomfortable with it and I don't even know why is that what we need to be successful in our day-to-day -day lives or is this just fitness like in everyday life you do need to push yourself Okay, let's talk about fitness first. I don't think you have to push yourself and grind every single workout at all and push yourself to the absolute max. But on Sundays, just getting yourself to the gym or getting yourself out of bed is that win. When I am feeling strong, I do feel empowered and it makes me feel better in myself. It's not that deadlift, it's like the act of making myself do something that I thought I couldn't do. So I don't think it's true that if you can, it's just a fitness thing. If you achieve a fitness goal, you then feel like strong in everyday life. The things that have made me feel strong in everyday life are nothing to do with fitness. They're like actual life shit that you live through and you, you yeah. look back and you're like, oh my fucking God, how did I get through that? Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Thrive with Elsa. We are joined by the lovely Maria. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> okay, so this is relatively going to be like a shorter podcast, but I just had a few interesting questions that I really wanted to get your opinion on. And they were just discussions. This isn't like based on evidence or like research or diving into like the nitty gritty. This is just two people who are in the like fitness space and have learned about nutrition and health and behaviors, whatever. Um, and I was actually listening to a podcast a few weeks ago. And my first question is around mindset. And so how do I phrase this? There is like hardcore mindset of people in the fitness industry. They're like, yeah, doing the grind, like working out all the time, like push, constantly pushing yourself to limits. Obviously, there is an extreme voice, but there's also those people that are really doing well in the fitness industry and trying to cultivate their like balance message, but that also still really push for, I don't know, I was listening, the podcast was basically like, whenever I go to the gym, like I push myself to really like to intensities, like even when you, when you think that you can't do it. And it's like, they were referring to just getting through hard things in life as well. But the examples they kept giving was fitness examples. And I just found it a bit, I don't know. I don't know why I was resistant to the idea that you should push yourself really hard. And that if you can, if you can overcome a fitness obstacle, that means that you can like overcome other hard things that you're faced with in life. And this is the message that they kept drilling. And I just felt uncomfortable with it. And I don't even know why, but I just wanted to ask like, what is your perspective on this like mindset of like, not hardcore, but also just, just pushing yourself? Like, is that for the general population? Is that what we need to be successful in our day-to-day -day lives? Or is this just fitness? Like out of everything that I've just said, what, what are your thoughts? Okay, my thoughts on this. I'm trying to think of all the points you made so I can... I think in everyday life, you do need to push yourself out of your comfort zone because I don't think growth comes from not doing that. However, in the terms of like fitness, okay, let's talk about fitness first. I don't think you have to push yourself and grind every single workout at all and push yourself to the absolute max. Because also on Sundays, just getting yourself to the gym or getting yourself out of bed is that win. So to then add on to the pressure that once you're on the gym floor or you're training in your living room or whatever you're doing, you have to absolutely exert yourself and go insane. Otherwise it's not worth it. It's just a mm -hmm. shit message, I think. Mm -hmm. I think that's demotivating and not like, that's not 
what what it is you should be able just to train to enjoy it mm-hmm. I do think you and I don't agree right so actually so would you actually said this so I have a goal that I want to get I want to improve my deadlift again this will have a train of thought just go with yeah. me so yeah. I want to improve my deadlift again and I want to be able to lift like lift more and I want to do that because when I am feeling strong I do feel empowered mm-hmm. and it makes me feel better in myself yeah but it's not actually but just because I could achieve that deadlift doesn't mean that I then feel it's not that deadlift it's like the act of making myself do something that I thought I couldn't do so I don't think it's true that if you can it's just a fitness thing that if you do a, if you achieve a fitness goal you then feel like strong in everyday life yeah. the things that have made me feel strong in everyday life are nothing to do with fitness they're like actual life shit that you live through and you, you yeah. look back and you're like oh my fucking god how did I get through that mm-hmm. I don't think it's a very good message I think is it because yeah something that I just kept remembering them saying was like oh so they were growing their own business and it was like on the really hard days when they didn't know what to do they just think back about the time that they could like well if I can put my body through this intensity then I can overcome anything and I just thought I don't think that's the same thing I don't I don't know though I was just resisting the message and I couldn't pinpoint why exactly I thought that it was wrong and I'm not saying like yeah if you if you run a marathon for example that's a great milestone and it probably will influence you in other ways in your life and like yeah you can do hard things but putting your body under physical intensity doesn't mean that you can I don't know I don't think that's necessarily what's going to teach you that you're able to do other things in life yeah no I agree with that also um I with me personally and everyone's different that might really work for that person on the podcast but I have noticed the opposite happened Mm -hmm. and the first thing I thought of when you just started talking about that was you know I did the I went away in September and hiked all the peaks Mm -hmm. and there was one time that I was like this is so hard Um, but my head didn't go to oh my gosh but you've been able to squat this and you've been able to do that I was like, no, I made a joke at the time to one of the people on the job because they were like, how are you doing this? How are you so positive about this? And I was like, mate, have you ever been on the phone to your boyfriend after he's been to a baby scan with a woman he got pregnant while he was with you? (laughs) (laughs) And they looked at me and they were like, no. I was like, I have. (laughs) I was like, try doing that and then tell me that this hiking up a mountain is hard. That is so funny. That was actually my train of thought it's all yeah. the life stuff yeah. that I personally that I have done that makes me think there is no way in hell I'm giving up climbing up this mountain if I have gone through x y and z mm-hmm. there's no way but other people could think of it differently Maybe. but I I find that stuff more motivating and challenging rather than the physical side but I do think there is a time and a place for it though yeah it is a powerful feeling, feel, like feeling strong. And in terms of like you said, this person was setting up a business or like you are going to have to graft at different things and you do need to find your why to like pull from it. Like yeah. when things do get really tough, like to be like, look, if I can do this, I can do anything. Yeah. But I think to send a message that that thing has to be a physical task. Mm. Because another thing is this person or any like, Anyone that's in the fitness space, I think, like personal trainers, you've we've got into it because we enjoy that. Yeah. So we do naturally find it a little bit easier than someone that doesn't. 
Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't, there are people that don't get enjoyment out of the gym. And it's very easy for a personal trainer to be like, just get there and lift and it'll make you feel amazing. Yeah, because it makes you feel that. That's why you've decided to make it your profession. Yeah. So I, like, I think it is easier for some people to say that. Yeah, because I think something that I constantly have to remember because this year I started off really strongly like with my like healthy habits and fitness like I was in the gym four times a week which might not even sound like a lot to some people but to other people it is a lot but for me it was a lot because I hadn't been in a gym consistently for a while and then everything just my routine has changed countless of times like I, I haven't even had a routine um and I keep going back to not everyone yes resistance training is important but not everyone has to be in a gym doing the same like four or five times a week in the gym to be healthy and to leave a healthy lifestyle there are other ways of movement that if people just enjoy it that is so much better than saying this is the way that you have to do it and it's like as a general as a member of the general population who is not trying to run a marathon or who is not trying to compete in a I don't know, a what is like F45, like I don't know, that kind of mad class training. or something. Like, yeah. yeah. Like and all and sometimes I'm like, oh, but why don't I want that for myself? Like, why shouldn't I achieve these things? But then you have to remember everyone's going to want to achieve different things in life, and some things are going to be more important to you than other things. This isn't to say that you shouldn't prioritize movement, everyone should, to some capacity and to some degree in a way that you enjoy. But I shouldn't feel bad if I'm not at the gym five times a week. So I don't know, it's it's all individual, I guess. That's what you're saying as well. Like everyone, for some, it might be, that might be motivating. There might be a way to to motivate someone and to encourage someone. But for other people, like me, I think it was just like, why do I have to put my body through physical stuff to teach me that I can do X, Y, Z? Yeah. I just, yeah. I do agree though. I do. And I do understand why you felt that way. Also though, playing devil's advocate, Mm. because your life is so different at the minute and your stress is so high and your priorities are different. Like you can't go to the gym four days a week and you shouldn't because you've got priorities elsewhere. Had your lifestyle looked different right now, and you were able to go train as much as you wanted to or move as much as you wanted to, you may not have been as triggered by that comment as what you are now. That is true. I mean, I don't think I was necessarily true. I was just resisting, like, accepting that message. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I was offended or I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, I wasn't, because I have been... I know what triggered feels like, so I feel I wasn't necessarily triggered. (laughs) I don't think it necessarily triggered me. I was just trying to, I found it difficult to come to terms with what, and I was was trying to convince myself to accept it. I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, because it, like, pushing yourself, as you said, it is necessary some of the times, and I'm not against that whatsoever. Like, I think a lot of, but what I think the barriers, a lot of the barriers that we do face are just mental barriers, not necessarily physical ones either so I think a lot of what we we were saying was the reverse that like your life experience can then drive us to then push ourselves in these like physical capacities rather than the reverse I'm also agree with this narrative than the reverse but I can see why it can work but I think 
because they were focusing so much on this message and every example like I get it if if you're in that space and that's what you're passionate about speaking about and you find it more easy to speak about but because they were speaking about life things not just fitness relating it always back to fitness and pushing yourself like in that capacity I just I just struggled to to accept it fully (laughs) yeah no I understand I do agree and I think you're well sort of our opinions on it I don't yeah especially if it was a life podcast if they were talking about actual life struggles they should have had more examples like yeah it was yeah anyway (laughs) so my second hot topic next question (laughs) next question um obviously we speak a lot about nutrition diet mindset um and fitness exercising but I think especially I think it's important to recognize that there are other things in our life that make us feel good so I just wanted to ask like personally for you in your experience what are things that you do in your life or you make sure that you do or just just things that you know contribute to your health and well-being that isn't necessarily the food that you eat or your exercise okay my number one thing which is something that I don't do all the time but I am making a conscious effort to try and do with the help of like people around me is despite how much I talk and I like chat and everything I'm a very shit communicator when it comes to how I actually feel about things and for me personally this is a pattern in my life where I will keep stuff in and push it down and push it down and push it down until it comes out in really unhelpful unhealthy unhelpful coping mechanisms so something that I try and do for like my health and I say health because like we know health isn't just physical it's everything is check in with myself and communicate how I'm actually feeling like there's a lot of times I just I go into like the freeze response so I'll just shut down Mm. and I'm like I'll deal with it and I don't talk about it but I now have a few people in my life that are like no we need to communicate Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm like I don't want to do it it makes me feel horrible (laughs) but I will do and right it's like a mad realization every time I do it Elsa where I'll be feeling like really anxious, really tight, have a tight chest. I won't be in a very good mood for a few days. And I'm like trying to think of everything that it is. Like it's a lack of sleep. It's a lack of this. It's, you know, like I haven't had enough fruit and vegetables, like literally everything. Mm -hmm. And then I will just have a conversation that I've been trying to avoid. And I will say everything that's in my head. And then afterwards I feel like I can breathe and everything feels better. And I'm like, why do I take so long to communicate? So that's something that I try to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Question actually. Yeah. Do you think you like? Do you have any idea as to why you don't feel like you can communicate, or like why that's the case? Oh my gosh, that's so deep. Do you want the deep answer? <laughs> if you want to go deep, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> no, because there's no way of beating around. I think so. I, you know, I have talk therapy, and I have decided to go back to therapy. That's and cool. this is, I think, it's just this is no one's fault. Mm -hmm. this is no one's fault this is just accumulation of things and I think it's from growing up with a loving family but we never talked about anything that was bad quote unquote like emotions that were deemed negative weren't spoken about you just got on with it so I grew up just knowing that you just sucked it up and you just got on with it Mm -hmm. and like it wasn't it was kind of like I had this weird and I still do now sometimes this weird idea that sort of 
and I know I know it's not but like tears are a weakness or like if you can't do something on your own it's a bit of a weakness which it absolutely is not like I know that but I think it's that growing up in that then going into dance training I was just about to say I was just about to say did yep. dancing then obviously it it's not a causing but it's definitely a maintaining or a yeah. reinforcing environment like, no pain no gain you just get on with it even at work like if I was on a job and you get there you don't know what the stage is going to be like you don't know what the audience is going to be like you don't know the situation you're dancing you just get on with it you make it work you make it work so my whole like so yeah that I think it's you know and it's like when you look back you can't pinpoint one thing and it's again no one's fault it's just a whole comment and then also all of that combined with my personality right which is just how I am that was how I reacted to it all was just to shut it down and keep it in um and then I and also I used to get I used to find it really difficult to articulate how I was feeling and then if I felt stressed it would just end in tears as in like I would just get boiled up and then I'd cry so then I would never actually communicate what I wanted and then when the tears would come it'd be like what are you being silly for sort out yeah pull it together so yeah I think it's just a mixture of everything and then not feeling like I probably had a safe space where I could just uh, and also that people pleasing thing mm. not wanting to upset anyone around me and wanting to keep everybody happy and sort of putting other people's needs like before my own mm -hmm. so I'd say it's only been like the last not very long at all I don't know if I can put a time like time frame on it I mean it is literally probably only with my partner my boyfriend <laughs> but like that I feel like I have like a real safe space where like communication is in not even just accepted but actually actively encouraged yeah yeah that's so that's the difference like feeling like yeah. no communicate and I'm like yeah okay <laughs> no yeah so I think that is like a massive thing also I do think therapy mm. Again, everyone's individual, but for me, is that has having that space to talk through things, um, and then connection. I know, like another thing, but my best friends know, and you probably know as well. You've probably noticed, like I'll, and I think a lot of people do this because I've spoke to other people about it. When I'm not feeling good or stuff, I'm struggling. I'll just shut off mm. from from people, and I'll be like, oh my god, I actually haven't spoke to my mates in like four or five days. So I make a conscious effort now to check in with people. I like to speak to a friend a day. Yeah, that's good, actually. That keeps <laughs> me quite, like, grounded. And all of that stuff, I think, is so much more important than the food on my plate or the exercise I'm doing. Yeah. It's mad. There is so many things and everything. Everyone will have their own things. But I think we have to be aware and just encourage all of those things that will make you feel good because yeah as you said it's so much more than just oh I'm eating my broccoli <laughs> which obviously is important but yeah there are so many other things yeah and the way I think of that as well is when I had like the quote-unquote healthiest diet which it was like it wasn't but like looking back like when I was training at college and I had like always brown rice and salad and vegetables and fruits and like everything you would read in a magazine that you should be having yeah. I was like 
probably one of that's probably one of the times I was the most unhealthy in my life yeah yeah the same like when I was quote if you were to put my diet on paper healthiest person out there well not even there's just I think to the untrained eye I think yeah I, I think to like to what we are told yeah should is quote unquote healthy yeah and that's what we mean when we say that yeah yeah exercising all the time and yeah healthy but no I was far from healthy like so if things like oh I don't know it was something that you mentioned about making sure you speak to your friends obviously I'm kind of the same like when things aren't going so well I tend to like go quiet but it's interesting that you say to always check in because you don't it's everyone knows this is a simple thing that everyone says like you never know what someone else is going through so like even with your friends like I don't necessarily always ask like oh how are you doing like whenever see like I message them sometimes and like but after I don't know it's just good to to be aware consciously and actively like always ask your friends how they're doing like I do sometimes but like no this is just reminding me even more so like yeah no keep doing that like you should keep doing that because it's nice to know that someone especially moving to uni like yeah I've been there for like what coming to two months now and I have a friend group and obviously when like we're all in this new environment all together so it's not like we're the best of friends we've known each other for years and years and years like but we're because we're all new to it and we all we all kind of have each other's backs because we're all in it like the assignments that we have our first one we all stress about it together and we're all here for each other so it's just important to yeah to just make sure that people know that you are there for them because then it just gets reciprocated anyway and then the times that you're struggling like you'll probably receive that back because you've you've given that attention to other people so yeah was there any other any other things oh no I want more questions, want more questions? <laughs> no, that's what I was saying like it was only like a short they were like the two pressing topics what, are, I, um, what are yours what are your do you have things that you do <sighs> you must do yeah hmm this is okay one thing that I was making a, a YouTube video a few days ago and I was recording and this came up and it's finding activities that you are in flow in like mm-hmm. finding a state of flow because since dancing I haven't really found anything that I just get lost in completely and I think those moments are so good for me like I don't know just I don't know if this is a thing you know like star signs and like being a Pisces or whatever like <laughs> I'm, star. I'm not into that at all right? I'm not I don't believe in it but for some reason I have this like I think Pisces are like dreaming and they like fantasy whatever not that distracting yourself from real life is a good thing like obviously you need to have you need to be realistic but I really do like distracting myself sometimes so like yeah. I think dancing was a place where I could lose myself so finding I don't know just finding an activity and I think the state of foot there's like an actual definition but it's like finding something that's challenging enough so you don't shy away from it because it's too challenging but also not too easy uh, and then obviously something you enjoy um and obviously my relationship with dancing kind of ebbed and flowed like I, I there was a stage where I really enjoyed it and I being on stage for example like I actually loved that I would still love performing even now um but 
there was some moments where it was hard to cling on to dancing because I felt like maybe I'm just doing this because it's just what I've done and blah 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 and obviously my mental health deteriorated in that time as well so it just kind of got tangled up in a mess but I'm finding like things like reading I've I've this year at the beginning of the year I was like okay I'm gonna read more and I actually have read quite a few books and I really enjoy it so um readings help but just anything that just yeah puts you in a state of puts me in a state of flow and I encourage other people to find whatever that is because that could be literally anything it could be anything but just pockets of time where you're just yeah yeah no it's just like just interesting you said that because I've been looking at you're gonna laugh but I think I'm gonna buy like a lego set oh my god (laughs) so hear me out because I completely understand what you mean about like dancing and stuff because I felt like that and finding the flow and whatever um but I was reading about again I'm not a scientist I'm probably going to butcher this but I've been very open about the fact that I take like antidepressants and stuff and I do stuff I do get intrusive thoughts so I and I've noticed they've got a little bit a little bit mental a little bit loud a little bit so I like started reading about like different parts of the brain the part of the brain that is responsible for that and that part of the brain is also responsible for like your decision making skills and then different things you can do and it was like puzzles Mm. um lego building make stuff with your hands that you can focus on and because I would always shut out like you know me I love television and I love fantasy like I could probably quote every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer Charms or anything and when things get too much my go-to is put a tv show on and literally want to climb in the screen get lost in the world Mm. but that is like avoidance to a different level that's just me I think it's good sometimes but completely shutting down and that's that I'm like, that's not challenging like what you just said the state of flow that is just completely zoning out so I was like if I could find like and I thought about a puzzle and I was like no I get a bit nausea puzzles but then I thought maybe I could do lego because you can get lego for like I really want to do so you can get lego for different characters and I was like I really wonder if they do a Buffy the Vampire set lego I don't think they do but if I could get like a film or something and actually make something even if it's a car make it and put it together because then it's challenging that part of my brain, getting it going. I'm concentrating on something. I have to be in the actual present here and now, not lost in the TV screen because yeah. it's in front of me, right? And I have to be looking and building and putting it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then bonus, if that then helps. Well, I'm sure it, it's like, because this is um something that uh, Lewis actually said the other day about, you know, when you think of meditation and you just imagine sitting cross-legged, like, yeah. um, like, it's not like meditation is anything that you get lost in, but in that way. So you'd be, I would potentially be in that meditative like state, which yeah. would calm me down, my nervous system, mm-hmm. like doing something like that. So when we say like find activities, you think of like sports or whatever, but it could be like knitting or yeah. crafts or crochet or something. I do think if you're physically holding something and doing it, it can, it yeah. can help. I found like putting music on and cleaning, like tidying is actually quite a good one as well because you yeah. just yeah I don't know it's just those little moments where you don't think you just think it's quite a trivial thing but I don't know it just brings you some sort of peace and you always feel better afterwards always yeah. along with this isn't I have been journaling recently as well like I lost it for a bit and then got it back again and I do think it's so important but now I'm at the stage where it's like sometimes I'm finding patterns of the things that I speak about so I think what I need to do now is actually bring in prompts and important questions to actually move me in a better direction because there's only so many times you can 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing because sometimes you have to let yourself go through the emotions that you're feeling. But I feel like I've been sitting in these emotions for so long that continuing writing about them is now not doing anything for me. Like I now need to do something about it. So I was watching a video today actually on YouTube about just like questions, important questions that you can ask yourself when you're a bit confused about the direction that you want to take or or whenever you have decisions to make in your life like important questions it was actually a really interesting video maybe I can like link it in the description um yeah and then it just made me think actually these are so good to have as journal prompts because when I'm journaling I put like a good playlist on that's got no lyrics it's just like quite manifestation vibes you know yeah (laughs) when you ask yourself these questions and you're losing yourself like it's not even you're not consciously you're just letting the words come to you I think so it'd be quite interesting to see what I come up with when you're just letting words flow but also with with a prompt I think like journaling can be used in so many more ways rather than just like oh dear diary I feel like this and but which that's fine and I have been doing that for a long time but I don't I think now it's I need to adapt and change especially when I'm in a position like now where I was in a bit of a low phase for a while and it like it I reached breaking point and then after a bit of being in that low I was like I do not feel I need to get myself out of this because I no longer want to sit here any longer like I need to do something so now that I'm in that position where I know that I want things to change like yeah it'd be interesting to see like what what words come out when I think of like important questions or yeah so journaling I think is a is another one I think that was became a bit of a longer one actually (laughs) that was all right that was good I enjoyed it okay so I will leave where you can find Maria you have an Instagram would you like to tell people Yes, you can find me at More Movement Coaching on Instagram. So thanks for listening and all the description where you can find Maria and the video that I was talking about will be in the description. And yeah, next time Maria will definitely come back and you can go listen to her podcast, which is incredible. How many episodes are you on now? Mate, I'm over 50 now. That's mad. consistency (laughs) consistency over everything (laughs) okay now we're just chatting shit okay (laughs) bye bye